Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and with me, as always, we've got the man that is ready for the lightning game this evening, rocking the jersey and everything. Justin, who, uh, who are you repping over there? Oh, gosh, this is, uh, I don't even think there's anything on the back. This is just like, you know, season ticket holder, shindig they throw out. It's not even mine, renting it from the brother-in-law. But uh, I'm not usually a Jersey kind of guy. I'm not, I mean, even hockey sweaters and stuff, and it gets cold in the arena, obviously. But uh, no, nah, normally, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the Jersey guy, but tonight I will be. So I'm excited. I like it. I like it. I'm actually a pretty, pretty hard stance on anti-Jersey guy. I don't know if you yeah, is, I, is hockey an exception. Uh, I, I, I do. I do not mind a hockey Jersey. I'm more of a Jersey T kind of guy. Like I'll rock the, when I go to a Flyers game, I usually rock a Flyers Jersey T and then like a Flyers hoodie. Yeah. So that's, that's usually my go-to, but uh, I think hockey jerseys are, are cool, but I also am biased towards anything hockey. So that's fair. Yeah. I, I do feel like, when I see sweaters, like, like you go to a hockey game and it's, I don't know, 30% of like guys like are in these sweater jersey things. And like, it feels more like, no, I don't know. Like I'm not never going to go to a basketball game in a hockey, I mean, in a basketball jersey or something, but uh, definitely not a hockey jersey either. That'd be, maybe, maybe I'd be more likely to do that. Just like go full country. It is like, it's the perfect texture for like in the arena too. Cause it's not like that cold in there, but it keeps you right. warm. And... Yeah. Anyways, Justin's going to the lightning game tonight. That is why. You are not watching this live right now. You will watch this on a recording, hopefully later this evening. And uh, we've got got a couple couple fun topics to talk about today. So we've uh, we're gonna go through some some tweets that we've seen from Roham himself over the past two three days. I think he's he's put some interesting data out there that gives a, a little bit of view into what some of the key metrics they're looking at at Dapper Labs. He also had some tweets earlier today that that we just kind of saw before the show, so we'll dive into those. Going to get into the challenge analysis. We Justin put out a, an update to the metallic gold challenge earlier today, so we'll walk through that. We'll give an update on the new showcase quest, and then we've got some some Zed horse naming talk. I actually have no idea what this topic <laughs> is about, and I asked Justin about it before the show, and he says no, you don't get to know anything more than that. So I'll be flying blind with you guys when we get to that segment on the show. And last but certainly not least, we're going to open a pack, and we'll be telling you guys how we're going to give away some moments from that pack. I like it. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's do it up. All right. I'm going to go ahead, share some screen here, and we'll just get right into to some of the Roham stuff that we've been seeing. All right. I think I have this order up. There we go. So let, let, let's go back to the previous ones that we saw from him first, actually, because we saw him come out with some – Am I not on his Twitter? Yes, I am. Not some data around their metrics that we thought you're going to have to go to interesting. You have to go there. Yeah. This was really the tweet that that I thought was was impactful. And uh, do you do you want to jump into it, Justin, or you want me to go first? I know this wasn't a response to a thread yeah. that Pack Reviewing was in there. Uh, Girl Dad was in the streets, and it was basically just talking about the the supply demand. And, you know, people voicing as they've voiced and as we've voiced too, that, you know, we feel that there's been an oversupply pumped into the market that has not met the demand. Roham said that he, he totally gets that. But what they're talking about is kind of their, their growth and their focus on new users and particularly this kind of magic moment, as they're calling it, where once they get two packs and two marketplace buys into a user's hand or you know, they get the packs in their hand and then they go ahead and make those two purchases. They've seen a lot more stickiness in terms of that user than translating into the becoming an active user. So we can look at a couple of the, the graphs that he posted here. Was there any one of these graphs in particular, Justin, that you thought was the most insightful? I mean, I think they tell a good story. Uh, we, can, we can flip through all three of them and kind of go through. So first one, we're really looking at that kind of new user activation. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because majority of the market, I want to say, like the easiest way to evaluate how Top Shot is doing is, okay, what are the prices? And well, you know, since that kind of February, March, we see prices going down. And that gives a level of pessimism because, hey, it's the one that kind of in the short term, more immediate is the one that impacts us the most. And it's also the easiest thing to track because everyone's tracking, you know, whether it's account valuation, whether it's tracking moment prices, sets, whatever it is. Um, 
Then the second is the next level, I would say. And now this is something that not everyone does, but you see some people who are content creators or people are putting on Twitter and it's okay, let's take a look at market activity. Maybe you're looking at unique buyers, maybe you're looking at overall volume. And that's a still a pretty decent way to kind of see like, okay, how's the market actually looking? Uh, but it's still not forward looking. If anything, it's past looking. It's about what's going on either trending before or currently. Um, where Roham and his team, you know, giving us a little peek behind the curtain here, is they're looking at more of the, okay, what can we project going forward with regards to like, how can we incentivize the right behaviors? And that's where that magic moment that he talks about. And so if they decide the magic moment is open two packs and buy two things in the marketplace, they need to figure out, okay, how do we incentivize and drive that type of behavior? So here we see, you know, the things that they're watching around this new user activation. Um, I'm not quite sure if he gave a definition of what it means for that activation um, aspect, but I mean, like, I'm gonna trust him on this stance and just say like, hey, we do see that, you know, strong trend through the, you know, that May time period through June, through the playoffs. So that's a positive. Um, if we go to the next. Um, so yeah, I, think, I, I, th I think activation in this definition is talking about that magic moment. Like what percent of yeah. people are activating and becoming that magic, becoming that qualifier magic moment, meaning those two packs and the two days. And, you know, obviously the risk is a new user comes in your platform. And if you don't activate them, if you don't, you know, you know, even excite them, attract them, engage them enough, they're going to leave. So if they have that magic moment, they want to figure out how do we get to that place for each user as quickly as possible. And uh, from literally in April, we're talking more than 10 days to get there to without a doubt. I mean, the last you know, two weeks ago, we're looking at now it looks like maybe a two to three day period. And that's not a coincidence. That's behavior they've been specifically driving. And if we think back to some of the things we saw from a marketing aspect of, OK, so what do we do? We um, First, we're getting new users, new packs on demand. They sign up, they can get a pack. Then you have some form of whether it's the quest or something, or we saw to get into the playoff packs, you needed a collector score of 100. And they actually showed that roadmap of how do I get this collector score of 100? Okay, well, if I open my new pack and I go buy maybe two of these type of moments, I'm now qualifying for that playoff pack. Hey, look, that's now a second pack that the person is getting, and they've made purchases to get there that's your magic moment all in one period, all in one thing. Uh, so I think that's why this has gone down so much, which is a good thing, the time to activate. Um, and uh, it, I think that's why we'll see uh, more continued activity around, hey, what do we, after they open that first pack, how do we push them to the marketplace? Yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. And we've obviously seen it with the, the reservation packs that are available to the new users only, uh, getting, getting in, and when you're first signing up, getting yourself a base pack, getting yourself a playoff pack, getting in the mix there. And then, yeah, I, I really think that the quest is a great way to drive early engagement because it's relatively easy and cheap to accomplish. And then it also is kind of that, you know, gamified aspect of, OK, I'm out here trying to collect certain moments. I'm paying attention to the NBA playoff games that are going on right now, buying moments accordingly. So I, I love what they're doing there and think that the, the quests are a really great way to to drive that engagement specifically for new users and then here we have their engagement per user so you know acquiring new users is one aspect but then once they are acquired how do they measure how often they're they're logging in over the over daily over monthly so i uh, can see that you know they're they're getting more sessions per user over the last couple of months I think it's really interesting here, like you, just the, the sessions wise, and I'm speculating here, a session is probably each time you go onto the site, and I'm not sure what counts as like leaving or logging out, or if there's a certain time of inactivity in between. Yeah, oftentimes, I feel like a standard definition is like 30 minutes of inactivity. Then right. Because so if I'm on, do something, and then over 30 minutes later, come back, it would be considered a new session. That's... I don't know for sure that that's what they're using, but in right. my so, past, that's what it's been. Something around that. And I guess what's most interesting to me is like that 5.1, that spike on the left-hand side looks to be about February. And so we're saying that at the peak of the market, you were seeing on average five sessions per user. And now that we've gotten, you know, these new customers, we're seeing all the way up towards like seven or eight. Um, that's, 
surprising even to me, I would even say. Um, and you know, there's probably some level of filtering around like, okay, this is for active users and yeah. we're not using I was um, say that for sure. Right. Which is fine because you know, there's no point in including someone who's not active. You're trying to improve upon a metric of, okay, people who are interested and active on the site, like are using it. Uh, the fact that they are keep coming back in times when like the rest of all, and maybe, maybe this is a, uh, we have talked about how we felt overloaded with some of these challenges and things going on. And as a consumer, as like the person in the marketplace, like I definitely have felt that and we've talked about it. And maybe this is a byproduct of that. And they feel like, hey, we want engagement and we're seeing this increased engagement and that goes along with, and it's not even correlation, it's probably causality of having all of these showcase quests and having these challenges. And so, Maybe that's actually that that's what they want. Maybe that is a good thing. Maybe uh, over time, like, hey, this actually increased engagement will have an impact on market prices. Um, but you can't argue with these numbers with regards to like, okay, how many of the I'm assuming active users, how often and how many times a day in a month are they coming on? And that is substantially increasing. Yeah, I definitely think that the quests, the short time frame challenges gives people a reason to, to come back to the site, looking for what the new challenges are, looking at what the new quests are. Uh, so I think that definitely makes a ton of sense and also love that they're looking at these deeper metrics. I think what, what we found, right, is that early, early on, it was about how many accounts, like, oh, there's so many accounts and we've seen the issue with that, right? Because A, there's the whole multiple account issue, like just because it's an account doesn't necessarily mean it's a new individual person user, but then there was also a ton of the uh, the old rent seekers that came on and yeah, sure, they had an account, they were getting in line for pack drop so that they could easily turn nine bucks into 50 bucks, but they were not actually engaging on the marketplace or competing in the challenges, quests, et cetera. So I can definitely see that they're taking those, those metrics a level deeper and really kind of redefining what they're going to use to actually signify demand. And I think that that's gonna be really critical going into series three, right? Is understanding what the true demand is and making sure that, that the supply is appropriately allocated for however many people are, are actually gonna be in there buying packs and stuff. Right, and I think one thing that this kind of story that this kind of tells me is, and I'm thinking back to the conversation like we had with Jeremy Levine back in the day where like, you know, he wanted the site to be more of like a passive stance of like collecting cards, collecting moments, and then just seeing, you know, how they appreciate or, you know, price fluctuates over time. Uh, looks like Tapper, Top Shot and Dapper Labs is seeing this far more as a very active engagement, um, as a bit more of, you know, game style. Um, and that's even before we're even bringing in the hardcore actual kind of mobile game aspect. Um, and so I think that that's just, that's, that's what they are deciding to do with the product. Uh, and I think a lot of us like that aspect. And there are some who, you know, maybe want to keep that more kind of passive aspect and uh, we'll figure out, hopefully they can figure out how to kind of, um, you know, accompany, you know, engage or kind of reach out, I don't know, accommodate uh, mm -hmm. both of those style of users as right now we're definitely seeing uh, the, the slant towards the active heavy engagement. Agreed. That's also something that, that here at Own the Moment we're talking about is how can we come up with ways to kind of more proactively inform our users, our community, for people that maybe want to be a little bit more passive, how can we proactively be going to you guys with, hey, here's what you need to know so that you don't feel like you always need to be, be checking in. So uh, just so you know, we're, we're thinking about that so that we can find the best way to break all the info down for you guys. But then I also wanted to, to bring up these, Justin. I know that you said you, you hadn't really seen these. I, I had not either until just before the show. It was just from a few hours ago. But some interesting stuff from Roham here where you can kind of see that they're they're thinking about some big stuff here right they're talking about social media integrations they're talking about you know how i mean we already see it with all the avatars your twitter profiles and nft talking about facebook talking about the metaverse and uh yeah and what, what are your thoughts here on what you're seeing from roham well yeah because i know people are, do listen to this just in podcast form so we'll kind of read through what yeah. roham was saying oh. so first off he goes four other catalysts catalysts to keep in mind for nfts uh native social media integration better DeFi, decentralized finance, primitives, power user marketplaces, in-game integrations, uh, he mentions opening packs in the metaverse, and then virtual reality, augmented reality. 
And uh, there's then some continued conversation where he kind of gives some examples and he's going, you know, well, maybe your, your Twitter profile pick is an NFT, a tab on Facebook with showcases and buy buttons, swipe up to shop on Instagram for artists, uh, live breaks on YouTube with built-in dapper pay, background picks as your art gallery. And you can see he's definitely thinking far more than just top shot here, but just the larger NFT market and a lot of things that kind of you know, within Dapper Labs and Flow, there's going to be opportunities for them to integrate. Uh, but you know, it, it, I think it's just cool, innovative thinking and looking at that larger, big picture of uh, the role that NFTs can kind of play in the digital world. Yeah, I think it gives some perspective of you know people, and we 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 get caught up in it too. It's like, oh, not the right amount of packs was available for this one pack drop, and it's like, let's think about the fact that that is not what Roham is up at night thinking about, like. Did we, are we going to put out the right amount of playoff packs? Like he's thinking about what's going to be happening two to five plus years down the line in the space. And it doesn't mean that the immediate term decisions are not crucial, but we've heard them say time and time again, that a lot of what they're doing right now is really testing for as this world evolves, how can they make sure that they have all of the data that they've tried, all of the little tweaks that, you know, they think are, potential things that, that could be valuable. And as we see Top Shot continue to expand, as we see Dapper continue to get into other sports, we've got UFC, Dr. Seuss, hopefully others down the line. I think uh, just just keep that big picture in mind. This is this is a long game here. We're only, what, pretty much month five into Top Shot for most of us at, at most. And uh, we've got many, many years to come. So I always like seeing when Roham gets directly in the streets there. We could speculate all we want about what Dapper may or may not be thinking about. But when you when you see it from the man himself, you get really that view into what's actually going on in his head. Yep, I like it. All right. Shall we talk about some challenges now and showcase quests? What's, what, what do you want to touch on first? I know we had a new quest come out. Was it yesterday? We've got a metallic gold update to the challenge analysis that came out today. Should we start with that? Yeah, I was going to pull up the, you know, or, yeah, let's I can start do the challenge. Okay. You want me, I, I, can, I can share my screen and then, uh, yep, that works. Have you talk through it? Let me pull that up right now. And it's looking a little different than it was the last time, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because when that first, when we put out the first MGLE 31 analysis, which, 26, so that means Sunday night. Um, I think either Sunday or Monday night. Uh, I think it was Sunday. Um, the prices just felt very high for whatever reason. I'm not really sure, um, but there was the worst EV I think we've seen for a challenge in a long time. Um, and so no matter what the rest of the market was doing, like it was just kind of, it felt like this, it, it's, it's off. Like moments are just too high and such. And uh, over, like at the end of that article, we even said like, hey, what we think is going to happen is people are going to kind of, as they start doing the analysis, as they start looking into it, um, we'll realize like, okay, these are probably inflated and people are going to start looking to kind of, if they're not looking to complete it, then they're probably going to look to sell before those moments start dropping in price. And so that is what happened. Um, and I think it kind of, uh, the pendulum went a little too far the other way. Uh, like even if you go all the way down the Bradley Beal moment, um, on the most basic level, like, if you were just to ask me what should the Bradley Beal MGLE be after the challenge analysis, uh, I'm not even sure if it should drop anything. Like if you were comparing it to some of those other moments and then even expecting that kind of post MGLE drop of another 10%, like I honestly think it should still be about where it is right now. However, we'll always have to incorporate that there's going to be a drop because it's price is what it is right now. People are going to drop from it afterwards, but like I think eventually how long it takes to settle, like I think that one's going to drop the least. But I think it's just a decent example of like some of these prices are too low. Um, and overall, that's how we get this to be, uh, you know, a slightly plus, you know, you know, a little more than break even analysis um, based off the current projections there. Um, the other thing is over the last, I guess, uh, I'm trying to look to see uh, what was the 26 because I'm just thinking of, okay, so it was actually Saturday night, right? So Saturday night is when we put this out because I was going to say over the weekend and then Monday is when we actually saw the larger market also take a hit, 
We saw how badly we all did on the Monday show with our underdog pickums. Um, but uh, you know, so we had to take that into account as well. Um, so not only did these moments all substantially drop from the whatever it was before, something around like the mid three thousands down to the mid two thousands. Now uh, we also saw the rest of the MGLEs drop around like a ten percent over that time period as well. Um, so overall, um, if people are interested in completing it, um, you know, not a bad one to complete. Again, I'm especially in this market more a proponent of if you are completing these challenges, it should be because you really, you know really like that challenge reward, want to have a chance at getting that low serial and the majority of the moments you're looking to hold. Like obviously, you know, if you don't want to hold a Garland or a Jaron Jackson or something and like you're going to try to sell it afterwards, sure, whatever. But like if your plans are to buy them all, sell them all and try to like get that $70 EV, like that's obviously not like a you know, recommended strategy. Yeah, agreed with that there. I also saw someone in the comments was saying how that's a lot of money to risk for $70 EV. Like, Hey, yes, I agree. Which is why Justin is saying, don't do it just to try and, you know, quote unquote, make $70. But then I think the other person that commented said, well, it's about, you know, the upside of the, the serial pull. I mean, a lot of the challenges comes down to that, right? It's the fun of getting the challenge reward, having that opportunity to pull a number one or Jersey number. And uh, yeah. Right. Because in this challenge EV, there are two things that we do not take into account. One is we do not take into account the high, you know, the high upside if you pull one of those great, you know, premium serial numbers. Uh, what we also don't take into account is the marketplace sales of 5% of if you have to sell these. When we've done some kind of analysis at the end of the day, it kind of evens out as an expected value stance of like, okay, if you get the top moments or whatever in total, like you're getting an extra 5% EV. Um, you know, averaged out, and then you take out the 5%. So that's why we don't really try to bake that in. But that doesn't mean that you can't hit on the great number, play a little of the lottery aspect. And, uh, you know, turns out they get a great hit because a lot of people complete these challenges because they say, I'll never have the other opportunity to go buy a jersey number, a number one, or even a single digit MGLE or like a very, you know, nice moment. So this gives them that kind of upside. Yep. Makes complete sense. Anything else on the on the challenge front there? We could pivot into some showcase talk because there's a new showcase that came out last night. Yeah, we can. So just for the challenges, there's also the, still the hollow challenge analysis up there. Um, haven't done a new one of that. Uh, it just hasn't substantially changed the degree that the MGLE has. So it doesn't warrant like a complete you know uh, revamp through the market. Uh, and then we still have the playoff challenges that are going, but we are not putting any analyses out for those just because in the three day span of the kind of short time frame for them, as well as all the other factors and variables that are coming into play with the actual NBA games, whether those moments will be needed for the future, a lot of speculative assets. Uh, we just can't get to an accurate enough analysis for it to be worth us putting it out. Yep. And then just a reminder for everyone, you can find the Herzig bot up at the top under content, drop down to the Hersey bot and uh, check out all of the challenge analysis there. And register for an account if you want to see the challenge analysis. And you can favorite all your moments. We've got some other stuff coming soon, very soon. Hopefully this week, maybe next week, we'll see. Let's talk about Showcase Quest. So we had saw another, so we had the, the one what last week where it was the first time that we saw Okay, based on the the top five people that get assists in a certain game, you create a showcase with three of those top five. You then are eligible to win one of 100 playoff packs, and we saw them now doing something very similar. Original one was a dime quest. Now we got the scoring quest, and you need to take, what, five of the top seven scorers. So we put out prior to the game the, the top scores that we've seen so far this this season or, and uh, so those are those are actually projected points or, oh, projections uh, okay. that was not on average that was actually a projection for this game because you can oh, see nice. with with no tray you had to bump lou up uh, yeah, this yeah, was yeah, lou yeah. getting his first start uh you know, i think his first start in a playoff game and had a fantastic game it started off very strong in the first half uh, or even in like the first five ten minutes um but yeah so these were specific projections for the game um but gosh what a what a sad just turn of events with the Giannis injury. Um, yeah. It's really been brutal. It's playoffs. It's just like, yeah, it's just brutal. 
Yeah. And I mean, like you, it, it also like takes away from the Hawks who without Trey had played an amazing game. Looks like they were going to win that game either way. I think, uh, coming out of the half they were three and a half point favorites to still win the game so like we're looking strong had like a double digit lead um i think it would it would have been close game obviously um but just horrible to see an injury happen to Giannis like that uh hopefully it's just a hyperextension. but last i saw there was rumor that it might be a bad like acl aspect um i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see but um back to the showcase quest <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my goodness, it just seems like every show we're talking about some new injury that pops up, and uh, it's a shame. <laughs> That's the really all that can be said about it. it but yeah, back, back to the showcase quest. And so for the showcase quest, um, you know, I think you have until 7 o'clock Eastern time tonight, so by the time this is out, it'll already be done. So hopefully people have already seen this or, you know, are putting theirs together. Um, and I think this does show there is a strategic aspect if people are kind of willing to, uh, kind of play it out. So I think the Kevin Herter situation, uh, his moments were only going for $3, I think, prior uh, to this game or prior to the quest and such. Um, we'll have to actually, let's go to the site and let's check him out. Let's check his uh, moments prices all throughout like the past 24 hours. Let's check him on out. Okay, so let's go. Let's use that forty thousand one, because you can see. Other than that's his only S two, uh, so it you know it's hard to say that there's like a bottleneck or anything when you can use five of seven, but you can just see what this price was. So when did we see these? If you could zoom in to see like when that movement actually started, where right here? Yeah. So because um, I'm trying to figure out like was it when the showcase was so. At twenty two fifty four, so at eleven o'clock at night, he was still at three dollars. Yeah. So it really wasn't even until right when the game ended that he his prices started jumping up. And I mean, but if you look at what our projections were, I think we had him as the seventh or eighth. Seven, it looks like. Yep, yeah, he's seven. seven. So I mean, like, there's an opportunity for a if you wanted to complete the quest, um, you know can get a guy really cheap. So then you can have that, you know, have that chance at the one of the hundred playoff packs. Or if you're someone who likes to play the kind of short-term game, because right now he's still selling for $8, there could have been an opportunity to be like, hey, I think there's a decent chance that Kevin ends up in there. Uh, maybe you buy some, maybe it doesn't go up to eight, maybe it goes up a little less or something. But uh, I do like that, hey, there's another aspect of strategy that is being included. And it's kind of a strategic, it's a it's a almost daily fantasy act that aspect. It's a very short-term Hey, look to see what happens, predict what you think is going to happen in that game and go from there. And I love what some people have said, and we've talked about it, of the idea of if they're able to have the same kind of thing, but have it locked before the game starts. Now, maybe there's some complications there, but uh, I think that would be awesome and a lot of fun to, to kind of play, play that out. Yeah. So maybe someday. But yeah, I don't know uh, how that I'm sure it's not as cut and dry as we wish it was, but that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there are far smarter minds than us that would have to figure out the legal situation behind this and like, where's the predictive aspect. Um, and it's probably not in the short term, at least worth it yeah. for like Dapper Labs to kind of go down that track with our other priorities. And, you know, I wouldn't yeah. even want to recommend it. Um, but like, hey, if you can make that a more large, like core feature of your, you know, platforms in the long term, I think that'd be an awesome ad. Love it, love it. As producer Coop would say, people love a good sweat. So <laughs> just another way to give people, give people a nice old sweat behind the scenes. Yes, 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 yes. Anything else on quests, challenges, state of the top shot market? I feel like we touched on the things that we wanted to touch on. I'm still excited for that Easter egg that, uh, you know, Moment Nerd found a while back um, with regards to these kind of what are we going to see from a predictive aspect for like kind of the, you know, DFS style, kind of what you see at Moment Ranks with play. Uh, for that showcase challenge for the finals. Um, you know, it's hard to kind of speculate or kind of make any you know thoughts on like what I'd be buying right now from a players wise because 
But one thing I will note is I think it is unlikely that they require your moments to be all from those playoff, like all the playoff moments, mainly because right now, if you look at the teams that are likely to advance, I think it was in the Suns, um, and I'm, I think this is about right. It may be wrong in like a moment or two direction, but I believe there's only like five playoff moments for the Suns. And so if that's the case, well, you're really limited in trying to kind of predict there for, you know, daily fantasy, your projection wise and what players are going to get the most points aspect when only the starting five or only five of those players are available. Hence, I would like for the ability to be like, okay, well, yeah, maybe you need a playoff moment or a couple or something, but then you can also bring in maybe one of the bench players that you think is going to have a big game, but doesn't have a playoff moment. Or it's possible we see more playoff moments from these teams and it covers everyone and then it does require it. Like that's why it's hard to make any kind of actionable, you know, insight, any kind of think of actionable insights here um, because it's still so much in Top Shot's hands for how they play it. Um, but we'll continue to think about it. And then similar to how we put out those projections last night for last night's game, uh, we'll probably do something similar um, with the DFS aspect as that matures. Sounds good to me. And man, things are, are shaping up for your Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul. Yeah. I think they can get it done. I mean, it's oh. bittersweet because yeah. like the Giannis situation. It's is like a war of attrition. Probably, it's not what you want to see. And, I mean, obviously anything can still happen. Clippers could win the series. Uh, and like, but yeah, I mean, even Chris Paul, like what he missed two, maybe three games with the COVID situation in previous years, he's missed entire playoffs. Like it's, it, it's tough. And, uh, and today still just hoping they're able to pull it out. Um, while I'm at the other sporting game tonight, maybe we'll uh, be able to see, I think it's on play tonight. So yeah. All the sports, all the sports. All righty. We've got something about Zed horses to talk through. I don't really know. Have you been doing some breeding? Like, have well, you been breeding horses? Let's, let's give an update. Like, yeah. We'll yeah give yes, an update. let's. Because I asked for the update before the show, and I wasn't able to get one. So let's yeah, please was, give yeah. the update. You were in the group chat. You were just too busy doing CEO stuff. Like, biz, biz, biz. Um, breeding started. And uh, it kind of just snuck up on everyone where they just shot out an email and said, hey, breeding season is open. Breeding is open. Um, and, you know, kind of checked it out that night. I looked around and I was like, I don't really have like my, my strategy fully developed. We have a general idea of like, I've got one male horse. I got three female horses. They're all electric violet color. They're all in the OTM stable. Uh, I should probably just, you know, first time just have those three females make a little love with the male and uh, give us three babies. But um, when I was party, looking at like- Party time in the Herzig stable the other night. I mean, the, the, the barn's been a bumping. Um, but, that, but I'm doing it the first night. And uh, next morning, wake up and we see that Zed had some technical issues. And I believe, uh, so there's supposed to be limits on how many times your male horses can actually, you know, do the dirty and uh, how many times they can actually get stud fees. And I think that limit is at three. Uh, but we saw that there was one horse that uh, received 27 stud fees. That's, and then, that's uh, a stud right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a winner. Um, and then you've seen some other stuff where like, and happened with me, uh, two of my horses, they apparently were procreating and they just didn't have a baby and, uh, they've gotten locked up and they're not allowed to go procreate again because they've reached their max, but like no baby came from it. Hmm. Um, so, uh, Zed's busy and I'm sure they're fixing it. They know that these issues are there, but that said, we have at least two ponies and we likely have one more coming and, we're going to need some names for them. So producer Coop and I were just going back and forth, coming up with what would be good names for these horses. And there's one thing that we kind of agreed on is that it's going to follow the OTM model. So let me uh, share my screen and we want to get, cause so Coop and I Coop put up um, you know, a lot of these good suggestions too. These are the first time that TJ is seeing them. <laughs> I saw um, some of them, but yes, I did. Uh, I did not dive deep into that chat. You guys were there was a lot of messages when I saw that, and I was oh, like, I don't was, know "What's we were, going on here?" We were having fun. All right, <laughs> you made so, slides for the horses' names. Let's go. Just let's go. Okay, so we'll go through these. Definitely want your thoughts. I'm gonna want the chat's thoughts too, even though chat's not right here. So they're gonna have to put it in comments or Discord or something. Um, but then, in addition, 
what we're going to do for some of the moments that we're giving away, because we don't have a live chat today and there's no wheel, is we want your recommendations of what we should name the horse. And if we choose your recommendation, then you're definitely getting a moment. Uh, even if we cho don't choose yours, but maybe we got one that we really, really like, we'll probably give you a moment too. And if you all suck and you can't come up with any names, uh, then we'll probably just add your names to a wheel and spin it next show. And, so, and to be clear, the I don't think we said this explicitly, right? The When we say that it's the OTM format, it means that the horse has to be three words. Oh, they'll, they'll see. Okay, yeah. that starts yeah. with O, T, and O. Yeah, exactly, they'll see. Um, so I'll say it once more. After, you know, in the, in the comments of the YouTube or Apple shows or wherever, um, put your idea for what your recommendation is for a horse name and also include your top shot account name. So then if we choose yours, we can gift you a moment. Um, are you ready, TJ? Let's see him. Should we get Coop on the screen? I think we should bring Coop on. Coop, Let's bring Coop on. Does Coop have a shirt on? I don't know. I have this full screen. Yeah, he's got sleeves on, so we're good. Okay. Okay. Producer Coop, welcome. What? What's going on? Horse naming. Uh, we love we love when the CEO is a little bit busy. We uh, the, the we chat is a little bit more fun uh, when the CEO yeah, what the is, hell? is quite busy. When I'm when I'm freaking grinding, you guys are just messing around for hours on end talking about horse names. Horse I mean, J Justin was all over all over the breeding. I I didn't catch the email that came out at like midnight Eastern time, so I didn't jump into into the breeding right away. And then when I got up in the morning, I saw that it was like kind of broken. The site was a little bit struggling and I couldn't quite figure out exactly how it was going to work. So I kind of just passed on breeding so far, but I'm going to have to get my horses uh, busy in the barn, if you will. I like it. I like it. And uh, one thing about these horses is like brothers and sisters cannot mate together. So these three babies that we're having cannot procreate with each other going forward. So that's when we're going to have to go and see maybe they're, uh, you know, not blood uncle and cousin that's going to come from Coop's uh, stable. Okay. Wow. So we're starting off a little strong. Here we go. First option, over the moon. That's solid. Solid. And let's do a rating system, like a yes, no, maybe TJ, and then we'll, we'll maybe come back at the end. I'm leaning yeah, yes. I mean, I have to see what the other names are, but I love, okay. the, I love the moon vibes. Moon vibes are, are probably shouldn't thing. have started so strong, but that's okay. You started strong. Oh, okay. Orbit. The, okay. So orbit we, the moon. We got multiple moons. Okay. Jesus. Okay. This one. I mean, orbit definitely plays in with the moon, but like over the moon just kind of has a nice feel to it. Right. It's tough. Two solid ones. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Outlaw the monkeys. Whoa! Don't upset. Is this like? A, are you subtweeting the, the ape people? I mean, like this. This would definitely be one of those ones that everyone like bets against. Wow. It, it's, I didn't. I didn't say it. There, there's no. There's no board and you know, apes or anything. There's no. They're monkeys. That's that's just like it's like subnaming your horse. But hey, I mean, maybe we can come up with a positive O for the monkeys. Outlast the market. Ooh. Okay. It's got a bit of a top shot feel, like a little, little top shot vibe. Right. Like if you if, if the market eats you up right now, like that's not good. But like we're in this for the long run, so outlast the market. Okay. Only taste meat. <laughs> I'm not, not even sure what to. Yeah. His reactions are the best. You can tell instantly <laughs> if it's a yeah, okay, or maybe, or just absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, only Jesus. Like who? What? This is what you guys are doing with it's your like days. I need, like to, I need to start. <laughs> My goodness, we got to get the the Jira board going or something. Spend uh, omit the memory. Just. Just erase it. Just be gone. Omit the okay. memory. Okay. I kind of like that. It's got some some like little tongue twisterness to it. Yeah. Like, and if your horse just isn't good, like just omit it. Just omit the memory. Glue factory. Oil the machine. Okay. Okay. Good machine needs to be well run. Needs to be well oiled. Keep Gotta the oil keep the, the greases nice and loose. Yeah. Get the horse out there running. Okay. I could see Not it. Bad. Out drink the monk. <laughs> Do monks drink a lot? Well, Buddhist monks actually make beer. Uh, Trappist beers, Belgium, very common. So, uh, Ooh. yeah. And like, but do they drink? I actually don't know the answer to that. I got to feel like somebody definitely, like, I think they drink. Maybe some do. I'm not you can sure. tell who came up with this one, Justin, talking about monks and drinking and making beer. It certainly was not. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why this was later on down. 
Um, I think that's it. Okay, that's what I've got. Okay. And now we're looking to the people to give us some more ideas. Exactly. Like, uh, there might be some winners in here. But if not, like, I have confidence that the community can definitely come up with some great ones. And, uh, again, put them in the comments afterwards. If we choose yours and name a horse with yours, you are definitely getting a solid moment. If you just make us laugh and come up with, like, another good one or so, probably get one there, too. And uh, that's it. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm on board. Also, there's going to be a lot more horses because like these things are going to procreate, especially if you're allowed to do 27 procreations, like in a, <laughs> in, in stud or whatever they call it. Like we're going to get more be, down the road. Be putting those horses to work. All right. So people, I'm going to open a playoff pack. We're going to gift away some stuff to the people that give us some good slash funny names. Do we want volume? Do we not want volume? I'll do volume to start and then I'll turn it off. How about that? Okay. I think that's good. Definitely super loud. Solid music though. Solid. Music. I haven't really. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. That uh, that beat. How solid. Yeah. How solid. All right, gentlemen, where we're starting. All right, we are going to own the moment. We're gonna omit the memory. We're going to oil the machine with number two. Here we go. 27592 Daniel Theus. All right. Little oop. Little oop. Little oop. Like Daniel Theus. All right. All right. All right. Is it Theus? I think it's, it's Theus. Theus. I'm sure you're right. I'm pretty sure it's Theus. Yeah. That's uh, that's Daniel Theus. Theus. I think it's Theus. Theus. That's probably right. What that's Okay. Fine. Looks like we got a playoff one. This is going to be the round one. Nicholas Claxton. All right. Nick, I don't know. I don't think I know who that is. Nicholas Claxton? Who the heck's that? Did we know that came off, he came off the bench for, for Brooklyn. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know that he Play plays too much. But. I have more familiarity with him than the guy that was on your Sixers last on, on Monday that was legit <laughs> uh, just someone I had not Shake? heard. Shake Milton? Shake Milton, yeah. Which, like a name like that, I definitely should know. Yeah. Um, all right, let's keep it going. All right, we'll keep it moving. Speaking of Sixers, ooh, ooh. Seth, number seven, five, two. Yeah, it's a solid serial. That's this your boy. Good. I like Seth. Seth had, a, Seth had a really good playoffs. He did. Ooh. Like is this from Ben. I mean, <laughs> he who should not be named. Um, yeah. When so jumper there, somebody well. needed to put some offense together. And uh, going into it, I thought it was going to be Harris. You know, was doing well down the stretch, especially when Embiid was hurt. Um, but Seth Curry kind of just showed up in the playoffs. So nice serial too, seven five solid Tri yeah. triple digit. Very moment. nice. All right. So there's our two playoff moments. We'll keep it moving here. Right, we got a high common. We got a Kyle Anderson. 36650, I believe. Ooh, contested dunk. Jets up there. All right. All right. And the last one. Lakers. Anthony Davis. AD. All right. Solid finish. Little AD. Oop. Like all right. Ooh. Little like kind of 180 behind the back thing. Yeah. That was impressive. Assisted by Osama. <laughs> Assisted by the Caruso. All right. So uh, I'm looking just just out so of how curiosity. How do want to do this? Yeah, Let's hold on. See. Check my prices here. Make sure I don't punt anything off too crazy. <laughs> Not that it matters. Um, Nicholas Claxton is currently in a challenge, but because it's going to take us seven days, which eventually mm. we're going to get rid of that gift and restriction, can't help anyone really out there. Um, and then, but. The Seth Curry is not in a challenge yet. Um, what does Seth go for? Probably not a ton. Uh, let's give it a look. We're pulling up. Okay, the Seth is $17. That's solid. I mean, I might give I might give away the Seth because Seth is. I mean, I'd like to keep the Seth because he's my boy, but yeah. I also like to give it to the people. I'm also open to you know when we're next time when we're live on Monday, the chat can convince me which ones to give away. Well, why don't uh, 
because because I'm called a, a pack hodler these days because I don't get brought uh, out from behind the scenes. I uh, I have both playoff packs still Ooh. in my queue. Yeah, uh, let's have you let's have you rip, rip one too. Rip one of those. All right. I can do that. And so, so what do you want to do, TJ, though? Because I definitely want to at least give one of those earmark one for the <laughs> OTM names. Want to do Seth? Yeah, let's do the Seth for the OTM names because that's yeah. a solid one. And that's like one that you earn, not yeah. just a well, random spin. 752, great serial. You're connected yeah, with that's what I mean. I, I, wanna, I, I don't want to just give that Seth away for randomness. But if someone that's helping us name, name our children, that's horse true. children. That's, I'm going to put you know, in a pause real quick just because I don't want to forget. Um, the people who won moments on Monday night, two of them we have heard from, three of them we have not. So James Helton, Satoshi Murakami, and Juan David uh, Samudio. If you are listening, please send us a DM on Twitter. Please send us a DM on Discord. Uh, we need your top shot name so we can gift it to you. Uh, and if you did send us one, do it again because we missed it or something. But uh, I think Juan, I think sure Juan David, I think Juan David was uh, the Andy one, right? He was the Giannis. Mm. I think he had DM'd Andy right away. I'm pretty sure on that one. But we'll ah, check. perfect. Okay, okay. So yeah. if we could check. That makes sense. Okay, then the we'll other ones check. would just be the James Helton and Satoshi Murakami. Yes, I think that's right. Okay. All right. Uh, what what should I what should I rip here? The first one or the or the second? Go number one? two. Number two. All right, we'll go number two, and then um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we get. Let's do it. I'm looking to see if there is any Giannis update. Coop, I saw you put in chat. So latest is as of an hour ago, no structural damage to the knee. So uh, I think best case scenario would be if it was just a hyperextension. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what his likelihood of playing is. I just wanted to hear the beginning of the music here, and I'll, I'll kill it. Um, but yeah, on Giannis, I, I saw yeah no structural damage, but timetable was not eminent. Okay, where are we going here? Yeah. TJ, take it away. Let's do it up. Let's go. Uh, let's go door number one. From the top. From the top. Brooklyn right. three pointer, Jeff Green. Number five, three, five, nine. We're going to let you uh Can you not see anything on my screen? <laughs> we can see it now, but uh, you definitely had a head start on us. Yeah, I, uh, I'm always that a computer. Little, little, little that laggy, laggy ass computer every time. All right, so yeah. that was the playoff. The that's, uh, that's the round two as well. It looks like it's at 11,500. Yes. Reggie Jackson. Oh, Reggie, let's go. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Gosh. OTM loved Reggie. He has also been putting on a fantastic performance in the playoffs. Clinic. Um, yeah, it is. It's been impressive. It seems like as someone who's obviously cheering against them, um, it seems like whenever they need the points, like Reggie's there, they're drilling threes or getting inside. Brandon Ingram. All right. We got a four-digit serial, Brandon Ingram dunk. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the four-digit serial, eight, seven, eight, nine. Not bad. Pretty, not bad. Pretty sweet dunk. All right, we got two more. Yeah, one of them is a playoff. We got okay. We got a high one, twenty-eight two five two. Ben Mathemore. Ah, okay, obviously it's going to be a three for him. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. Okay. Playoff, playoff round one, finishing strong. Ninety-eight ninety. CJ. CJ McCollum. I like it. Oh, going against our nugs. Oh, that was nice. I'm just going to believe you that it was nice. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, a little buzzer beat. Okay. All right, I'm going to stop my computer before it gets thrashed any longer. What do you want to do yeah, with this? So I'll do – I'm going to I'm gonna definitely do the – let's do the – people people like CJ. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll do the CJ for one of the, the best – what I think is the best horsey name in the comments okay. afterwards. And then um, – yeah, I'll, we we can we can figure it out afterwards or something like that. So yeah, TJ, you get to choose your favorite of the comments for yours. Coop, yeah. you'll choose yours, and if Perfect. someone actually gives one that we use for a horse, then I'll find some other moment to uh, give to the crowd to give out. Perfect. Excellent. Fun little exercise. I'm excited to see what the people come up with. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm. 
have no doubt that they are more creative and going to have better names than we come over the moon and orbit the moon. Those aren't bad. Those are a couple. No, there's some solid ones there, right. but I, I think that uh, I'm just I'm pumped to see what what the people have. Agreed. And we love you apes. So uh, that was tongue in cheek. Don't worry. We're not outlawing any monkeys. We love the apes. We love the apes. We're just jealous because a month ago we talked about buying an ape. We even tweeted about it. We didn't do it. And now every ape is worth all this money. <laughs> the ape uh, profile pictures are, are just the way to go. They're you all over the place. Yeah, you know, if we bought one, we would never sell it either. So like, even <laughs> if it's worth a ton of money, it would still just be a loss of like $1,000 for us because it just would have sat there. Like, yeah, we would have got uh, yeah. the brand equity and the bid aspect. Um. For the community. For the community. For the community, our ape community. All right, gentlemen. Justin, what do you think? Bolt's going to take it down tonight? Oh, easy 2-0 lead. Like, just, they're too good. They're they just too good. They are. I got Montreal. I got Montreal tonight. I got Carey Price bouncing back. Look for look for, look for for the, the Bolts to not score more than one tonight. More confident in the Bolts than ever now after hearing that. I mean, everyone's been telling me that the Hawks stink, and I just keep betting the Hawks, and and they just keep winning me money at the end. Wow. Hawks plus 220 last night? Plus 220. I bet it before I heard about Trey Young. So that was not not ideal. I don't know what the odds are tonight, but I know the Lightning are a favorite. Um, And I don't want to get into like some kind of weird financial, like 10 versus 20 or whatever. (laughs) But uh, let's put a moment. You pick a moment whatever moment, and then if you win, I'll give you two of equal value. I'll, 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 I'll take a couple of those Jokic off your hands. No problem. Right. I like it. Okay. <laughs> we only have 2,000 of them or something like that. So. What, what, are, what are the odds? I know Lightning are like, I think like minus 200 or something. So it's probably about there. Gary Price bounce back. <laughs> hey, it can definitely happen. I mean, the Habs have come this far. Okay. Hopefully one, hopefully one day there will just be a, a top sh- or a hockey moments. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. You all can't right. see, but literally our chat is down to zero. Like no one, they've all left. Now that we've been talking about. <laughs> if there was a chat to begin with, they would have left by now. Yeah, yeah we got some. Ho- we've had some hockey chat in the Discord before. It's I don't know. I've it's seen fair. it. So, all right, guys. Hopefully, everyone listens to this, and uh, we will be back live next week. I'll be doing the recap on Friday. And that'll be it for now. So on behalf of Justin, on behalf of producer Coop, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.